This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Now, is this making you nostalgic for some classic 2000s rock? Or maybe you hear the waves beckon in this new age surf rock. Well, I hear the hives, the Beach Boys, and something new and totally unique all at the same time. We are listening to Chicano Stomp. That's a track off the new album Arellano from the Chicago band La Rosa Noir. It is their debut album released in October. And they're playing an album release show this Saturday at Sleeping Village in Avondale. Joining me now in studio is Yeshi Regalado, front woman of La Rosa Noir, and Janice Espino, lead guitarist. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you so much. That so was, good uh, to see you. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. So I want to hear all about your band because you guys are very interesting. Uh, but first, I do have to ask about this particular song, right? It, it reminds me of those classic rock songs as I mentioned that you, you really could dance to I'm thinking Twist and Shout yeah Wipe Out right yeah absolutely yeah I feel like this type of song is rare these days but it's so much fun so talk about that tell us about Chicano Stomp yeah well that was a that was a, something that came about just through jamming with our, our OG drummer um, he, re- he really enjoyed those surf tones from me and encouraged me to do them so I, I just always went for it I that's uh, all you needed. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah, just a little encouragement, <laughs> and I would just go you'd go crazy. Yeah. Well, tell us more about what inspired that energy, Yeshi. We're fan- definitely fans of surf rock, and uh, as soon as we, as soon as I heard Janice play that guitar lick, I just was transported back to these moments of when I was a kid of going to like punk shows on the south side of Little Village, and like mm-hmm. yeah. just seeing all these like Chicanos like moshing in a circle and like stomping their feet on the ground, and I'm like, man, this. And that is such just like a sweet moment, a sweet memory for me. And just letting and, loose. Yeah, just letting loose. And I just just one of the things I love most in the world is, you know, a bunch of Chicanos, a bunch of, you know, brown folks coming together and having fun and doing doing the Chicano stomp, whether that's, you know, literally in a mosh pit or, you know, metaphorically living life to to our own, you know, beat. It, so, yeah. And it really comes off on stage. Yeah. She has her, she has her stomp. We call it the stomp. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You know what I'm also picturing, Yeshi? A TikTok challenge. Oh, oh my gosh. It is. It is. Like, it's, it's a stomp. This like, is ripe for TikTok. Yeah, yeah it really is. Because you can, you can dance to it. You know, sometimes I do the twist. Sometimes I do a two-step. Um, sometimes I mosh. Some, See, I told you. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many different ways to do this. We'll stomp. talk after the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I can manage you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You give got us, it. You got the job. Give yeah. us some, some background, though, on La Rosa Noir. Take us to the beginning. Giannis. Well, it was just me and Yeshi just uh, jamming out. I, I always liked the way she uh, played rhythm guitar. She was very sturdy, very steady. Uh, and I really enjoyed that because uh, as a lead player, that's pretty much all I want. You know, like a nice flow of uh, rhythm guitar so that I can just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, really explore the guitar in that way. And uh, I think we did, um, we did uh, what was it, Johnny Cash? Yeah. We did uh, Johnny Cash... For my birthday, my 21st birthday, it was really fun. And that's kind of where that started from. Uh, we enjoyed, I enjoyed that playing with her a lot. And I was like, let's keep going. So here's the thing. Some, some bands, for me, I think they've got to spend time coming up with the perfect band name. 
So I'm curious why you think <laughs> La Rosa Noir is perfect for you guys. <laughs> That's we, all Janice. <laughs> we, were, we were going back and forth for a while on the group chat. We were just saying, like, yeah, just like we like film noir. We yeah. like movies. We like... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we like the, you know, but but also we don't like just another the band, you know, the Strokes, the this, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we're like la. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a start. Yeah. But, I, but really, I gotta give credit to Dimitri. He's the one who came up with La Rosa. He's the one who said it flat out, like La Rosa Noir. Yeah. And uh, we said that's got a nice ring to it. Let's hear a bit more about your other bandmates. Yeah. Anytime I get into a band, I need Kevin. I need my guy Kevin. And uh, Kevin Martinez, uh, he, and he came in to play bass with us. He sings on a lot of the tracks, notably uh, "I Take You," and uh, that's that's his own song. He really he brought that to the to the band, and we're like, we love it. That's totally us. And and yeah, I was really yeah. I I need him. He's like we're like a quarter. Mm-hmm. He's he's the other side of. I'm tails, he's heads. It's just we go back and forth like nice, that. Yeah. Nice. So Janice brought in Kevin, and then I brought in um, both Dimitri and Dave. Uh, Dimitri is our trumpet and synth player, and uh, Dave was our previous drummer. Um, and I, I've been knowing Dimitri since uh, we were both teenagers. Um, and then Dave, um, I met through online. I would post songs of me playing guitar online, and he was he reached out. He was like, actually, I love this song let's jam and then since I was already jamming with Janice I was like yeah come through and we it we all kind of just meshed so well together yeah. um and I feel like that's such a rare thing to find it was find. a perfect blend o- always yeah. around my birthday it was like my 22nd birthday this time oh yeah and she came over with uh Dave yeah. and I had a drum set in my basement and he's like I want to play that I want to play this drum set I'm like I want to play with you <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we really got the idea to like Let's let's be a band. Let's yeah. do this for real. Yeah. Well, Yeshi, I read somewhere that you wrote this album in a storytelling style. Mm-hmm. So explain that for us and also just talk about where the inspiration for these stories yeah. comes from. Certain moments and experiences that I've gone through in my life. Um, I write a lot about a lot of just like, you know, heavy, um, hard, gut-wrenching moments. You know, unfortunately, I lost my mother um, at 20 years old, which is around the time, actually, Let Us Know Where I was born, um, ironically so. And um, I remember when you told me. Yeah, and, uh, you know, writing music in this band really was a healing moment for me, healing experience for me. And a lot of the songs I write about, you know, are about relationships in general, but, you know, relationships with my mom, relationships with people, and then here and there's relationships, well, with, you know, boys. But um, a lot of these uh, songs and a lot of these stories are about just what I've experienced in my life. And, you know, I felt like it was a really good way, a healthy way to yeah. be able to um, express those those hard, heavy feelings. What is it about songwriting that is so healing for you? I think what it is for me is being able to materialize my emotions like being able to put my feelings and thoughts onto paper and to see it is kind of like looking into a mirror mm-hmm. like as opposed to you know seeing like you know a mole in your face your birthmark your makeup your hair or whatever like but on paper it's just like a different way of seeing yourself um and i don't know something about seeing it and then you know take it to a whole other level of of you know, performing those emotions live, of of hearing it on a recording, to hearing it in a full album, like, wow, oh my gosh, like, 
hearing when the album was complete, that was just such an incredibly emotional moment for me because it was all of these stories that I have gone through and written just staring right back at me and just kind of reminding me that like, holy crap, like I really did come out through the other end of this and I'm still here and I'm still doing more things and bigger things, yeah. which is so crazy. So it, it, the album is like a gift, not only to our audience, but it is, it's like my own gift to myself showing that, you know, of what I've gone through and what I've overcome, which is really cool. I love that. Well, let's let's take a second to, to shine a light on your bandmate, Kevin, shall we? This is this track that <laughs> yes. John has just mentioned. This is I'd Take You. Yes. I feel like this one embraces a Mexican-American sound in an interesting yes. way. The guitar riffs, the, the shaker-keeping rhythm, yes. yeah. and the prominent brass. Yeah. It all feels reminiscent of, of genres that have Latin origins. Mm-hmm. Um, these elements, they're, they're blended here with surf rock or, <laughs> yes. or alt rock, and yeah. that is uniquely your sound. So, so Janice, talk about marrying those, those styles. Uh, yeah, it was uh, that Kevin brought brought us that song uh he plays the guitar on that on that one i play the lead guitar on that i play just the like the licks and stuff it's so hard to describe our sound sometimes <laughs> because all of us are so um we're so unique i feel like we have our own tastes like our own thing that we really like yeah and it's and, and to like bring it all together in one pot and say that this is the sound is so difficult like i i don't always know what to tell people <laughs> yeah um, but um but I'm but I feel like now we have like a like our sound. What do you think Kevin's voice brings to the song? Oh, like oh, it's yeah. it's like sultry and dark and like yes. um scary sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh yeah, we always we always encouraged him to sing and like mm-hmm. play guitar cuz he's he's a great bass player, but he's yeah, he's an incredible credible guitar player. We talked to Ashley about uh healing yes. through songwriting. What has your Chicano heritage brought to to songwriting how does it shape it yeah um to songwriting I guess it shapes it in a way where you know typically in you know Chicano or or Latino um, cultures it's you know not really uh encouraged to be emotional or to be vulnerable I think that's a huge one um we're definitely, I think, Latinos in general are very emotional people, but we're not encouraged to be vulnerable. And I feel like songwriting and being an artist, being a creative is, if not one of the most vulnerable uh, professions and and activities to partake in. And, um, and I feel like in a way, songwriting for me was like my way of just 
being like, well, you know what? I get I get to write how I want to be a Latina. I get to write about how I want to be a Chicana, which is I am going to be vulnerable. I am going to, you know, write about all this heavy, uncomfortable topics that most people wouldn't want to hear about or talk about um, and and sing it in front of a crowd. And and I feel like I don't know if anything I feel I to me, it's very empowering to do that um, and kind of just like rewrite and redefine what it means to be Latina, to be Chicana and and have that be synonymous to being vulnerable as opposed to being opposite of that. Because you can definitely be uh, a person of color and be vulnerable and there is power in that. Um, and just like, you know, just owning that and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, practicing that daily <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so I want to talk a bit about the debut album, Ariano. Um, so I mentioned before your sound, it's, it's definitely unique. Tell us who your favorite bands are or musicians. <laughs> like what, what music do you think inspired the sound of La Rosa Noir? Um, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> I feel like whenever people ask the me. The laundry list. Right? Jonas like, has his hand on his chin. I'm like, <laughs> he's in thinking position. He was, a, he was already like, he's like, yes, you go first. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. man. So to start off. Uh, as far as like this, I'll, I'll start off with the songwriting influence was heavily influenced by Johnny Cash's songwriting style. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain. I love how he talks, sings, or the sings, talks. Mm-hmm. And in some of the songs, that's how I sing. The needle tears a hole. The old familiar sting. Try to kill it all away. But I remember. Throughout high school, I was always really into like punk rock and like heavier sound. harsh and heavy sounds are always going to be a vibe that I'm going to gravitate towards just because that's what I grew up with so that's you know you know here you hear a little bit of that peeking through with their album um and then as far as like currently I listen to a lot of post-punk and like alt-rock that stuff and that also influences our album with songs like Pax mm-hmm. um, and Streetlight with those like thick heavy bass lines so yeah so just like a little bit of everything <laughs> I'll lower the place what about you Jonas I well when I was younger it was like Green Day Fall Out Boy you know those really? pop punk bands mm-hmm. yeah
and then uh, and then I had like a oldies phase where it was just like Beatles and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Actually, uh, to go back to uh, Chicano Stone, for anyone who's a fan of cartoons, uh, Cartoon Network, that song was loosely based off of uh, a Teen Titans theme song. Oh, this all Teen makes Titans. sense now. As a mom of teen girls. Oh. Yes. <laughs> teen Titans has been on my television screen oh, yeah, a whole... number of times. Oh. And that now you put that song and in my head. When there's trouble, you know oh who gosh. to call. <laughs> teen Titans. Yeah, so I was Titan. like, yeah. <laughs> Well, Yeshi, you mentioned Streetlight, so why don't we hear it? Confession, this is my favorite. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 hypnotic. It stays oh, with you all day. It's all day. about that riff. Um, <laughs> Yashi, your voice Aww. on this one, especially, just crisp and clean. Ah, thank you. Just so nice. And, yeah. and at times, very angelic, too, I Aww, think, which is kind you. of funny because mm-hmm. you talk about, all, you know, the darkness in, <laughs> in your lyrics sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talk to us about your, your singing background. I mean, did you always know you could sing? Um, a little bit, uh, just because, um, so I started off singing because of my Mamacita, which is the first track of, of the album. And it is actually, uh, this album is named after her. It's her last name, Mariano, my grandmother. Um, she, because I was the first girl, um, in my generation, she would always take me to church with her every single Sunday, no ifs, ands, or buts. And I didn't have a choice, so I would go with her and, you know, and no kid likes to be stuck in church for a few hours or a day. And uh, she had the most beautiful singing voice and she would encourage me to sing with her. Um, and she would, you know, they would have the little books with the lyrics of the, yeah, the hymn books. Yeah, the hymn books. And and when I would hear my voice harmonize with her, her voice, it was just I don't know, something about that experience, I was like, whoa. Like, it was that moment when I realized that I liked singing or expressed an interest in singing. And, That's and, so sweet. Yeah, and then I would always sing with her um, in church. And then, like, um, later, and then at home, I would sing, um, 
you know, uh, to songs. I was like, my, one of my first CDs was Madonna, <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> and like, and I would- Very I would, appropriate. Yes, yeah, so appropriate. I didn't even know what a virgin was. I think I was like seven years old or something. <laughs> and I was like, and I would sing that in Material Girl. I loved Madonna. I thought she was so cool. I loved her voice. Um, and then just like listening to different uh, female uh, lead singers and music and um, really just and just also playing around with my voice and hearing how, you know, how it differs from their voices and really just trying to find my own uh, vocal style. Um, and then, you know, in uh, Letters Noir during that time when I was really listening to Johnny Cash again. Uh, you know, going back to how he sing talks, um, I really, really liked that. And I enjoyed it. And I feel like sometimes my voice, I do really well singing in that way. But it's funny because in Streetlight and songs like Streetlight um, and Darling specifically, I kind of challenge myself and sing a little bit more higher pitched yeah. and higher toned, yeah. which is not something I typically right. do or I'm comfortable with doing, but it's interesting because a lot of people love Streetlight and I wonder if it's because of that reason of because I sing <laughs> I made the chorus um, melody yeah and I'm like I wonder how she's gonna sing this because <laughs> it's really high up on the guitar yeah. so I was like I wonder how she's gonna do it and she nailed it I was like okay we're gonna be we're gonna be all right <laughs> <laughs> well I mentioned this earlier you've got a release show that's coming up this weekend it's uh tomorrow at Sleeping Village give us details or sneak peek if you will We've been working really hard, yes. like insanely hard. Our drummer is going crazy. He, he just bought a, what is it, a sampling pad to add like, all like a lot of the stuff from the record for oh. the live performance. Yeah, so like the Mama Cita intro, mm -hmm. the motorcycle intro on Red Motorcycle, and and so many more, more things. You had add. our engineer at Sampling Pad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just messaged me. Cool. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. He he invested a lot of money in that um, Black Friday sale. <laughs> He swooped in like an eagle and got that. Shout out to Black Friday. Yeah. And uh, so, we're, so yeah, and we've been rehearsing and like we're adding like little covers to the songs for like yes. intros and outros. And uh, it's a it's going to be a really choreographed, really rehearsed uh, performance like we've never done before. And I think it's going to people who have seen us before are going to be like pretty surprised. I think. Yeah. Well, besides the show that is just around the corner, what is next for La Rosa Noir? Um, what is next for Little Snowar touring? We're gonna be twenty twenty four is gonna be nothing but tours. Mm -hmm. Um Ryan more songs. You ready yeah. for that? I am so ready for that. I love touring. Yeah. It's the best. I can't wait. I know we're gonna we're gonna do Texas, we're gonna do Southern California, we're gonna do Midwest, East Coast, we're gonna do all the tours next year. Super excited to just get out there and meet all of our fans out there and make new ones, you know, and I'm just really, really excited. I'm excited to bring in the, the new work that we have. Yeah, to see if, super excited. Well, we're excited, too. We have been talking with two members of the Chicago rock group La Rosa Noir, Yeshi Regalado, front woman, and Janice Espino, guitarist. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so Thank much you. for having us. Thank you for having us. We'll go out on one last track. This one's called Lavender Warm.